Hello there, Richard. Hope you're staying dry on this rainy Friday in San Francisco. Yeah, with highs hovering around 55 degrees and that light rain sticking around all day, it sounds like a cozy day to catch up on the latest news. And we've certainly got some intriguing stories to get your day started. First up, OpenAI is making waves by partnering with robotic startup Figure. Together, they're diving into the world of humanoid robots, powered by an impressive $775 million in funding from tech giants like Amazon, Microsoft, and NVIDIA. That's right, Figure's aiming to revolutionize tasks with these human-like robots and has already secured a deal for deployment at a BMW car plant. It's an ambitious project that could see OpenAI's AI models, like its GPT language models, playing a key role. But not everyone's convinced just yet. Some experts are pointing out the technical challenges ahead. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. This is The Daily Scoop from PocketPod News. Moving on to the sports world where Jessica Gelman is changing the game with her love for numbers and sports. From her days as a basketball player to an Ivy League standout, she's now a leading figure in the sports analytics movement. Indeed, her efforts have not only helped grow the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference, but also emphasize diversity and inclusion within sports analytics. Gelman envisions a future where underrepresented populations have greater access to breaking into this field. Finally, ExxonMobil is shaking things up with new adjustments to trader salaries, incorporating performance bonuses and long-term incentives tied directly to company results and individual performance seems to be their new strategy for staying competitive. After expanding its trading operations back in 2019, then scaling back due to the pandemic, Exxon is looking forward through benchmarking and aligning salaries with industry standards, demonstrating resilience and adaptability in changing times. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. In a move that's sparking conversations across the tech world, OpenAI, known for its groundbreaking AI technology like ChatGPT, is stepping into new territory. That's right. They're partnering with a robotic startup called Figure, aiming to integrate their advanced AI into humanoid robots. This could mean seeing these robots in our workplaces and homes in the not-so-distant future. With a hefty $675 million in venture capital backing from some of the biggest names in tech, including Jeff Bezos and Microsoft, this collaboration is not just talk. Figure is on a mission to deploy billions of these robots globally. But the path to human-like robots is fraught with debate. While some see endless potential, others question their practicality today. To delve deeper into this fascinating partnership and what it means for the future of robotics and AI, we're joined by PocketPod News technology analyst Katrina Shelton. Katrina, how are OpenAI and Figure planning to overcome these challenges? Well, Jonathan, the partnership between OpenAI and Figure is truly groundbreaking. By integrating OpenAI's advanced AI technologies into humanoid robots, they're tackling the challenges head-on. The collaboration aims to leverage OpenAI's expertise in AI, particularly in language understanding and visual processing, to make robots more capable and versatile in everyday environments. This includes applications in workplaces and homes where the demand for automation is steadily increasing. That sounds quite ambitious. Can you share more about the venture capital funding that's backing figure? 
Absolutely. Figure has received a staggering $675 million from a consortium of tech giants, including Jeff Bezos, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Intel, and even OpenAI's startup funding divisions. This level of investment not only highlights the confidence these industry leaders have in Figure's vision, but also underscores the potential they see in humanoid robots to solve real-world problems. Despite Figure being a relatively new player with less than two years under its belt and no commercial product yet, this financial backing signals strong industry support. Speaking of solving real-world problems, what kind of impact could these humanoid robots have? A CEO, Brett Adcock, envisions deploying billions of these robots globally to address labor shortages by performing tasks humans are unwilling or unable to do. This isn't just about creating machines. It's about fundamentally rethinking how tasks are performed across various sectors. Uh, From essential services to manufacturing processes, the aim is to sell millions or even billions of humanoid robots um, for an array of applications. And how will OpenAI's technology specifically contribute to making this vision a reality? The technical collaboration is key here. OpenAI will develop specialized AI models for figures robots based on their cutting-edge technologies like GPT language models, DALI for visual art creation, and Sora, which focuses on reasoning capabilities. Um, This integration will allow the robots not only to understand and process languages at an advanced level, but also reason through complex tasks that require cognitive functions similar to humans. There was mention of an agreement with BMW as well. Yes, that's correct. Um, Prior to this announcement in January, uh, Figure had already secured an agreement um, with BMW to employ its robots at a plant in Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina. Although specific roles uh, for the robots hadn't been determined at that point, it showcases early commercial interest and potential practical applications within industrial settings. But there seems to be some skepticism around humanoid robots' practicality. Indeed, robotics experts remain divided over their usefulness primarily due to technical challenges compared with non-humanoid automation solutions. Um, um, Whitney Rockley from McRock Capital has expressed skepticism about their current practicality, but acknowledges that long-term investment could eventually lead to significant advancements. Lastly, what does this partnership tell us about OpenAI's interest in robotics? Sam Altman has hinted at a renewed focus on robotics hardware platforms after early projects faced technical difficulties. It seems there's been a strategic shift at OpenAI towards developing intelligence and cognition before fully diving into physical robotics challenges again, demonstrating an evolving strategy aimed at overcoming past hurdles while paving the way for future successes. Fascinating insights as always from PocketPod News Technology Analyst Katrina Shelton. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. In the world of sports, analytics has become as crucial as talent and training. And at the forefront of this movement is Jessica Gelman, from her early days on the basketball court, inspired by Michael Jordan, to co-founding the game-changing MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. The conference has grown from a small gathering in 2007 to an event that attracts thousands, emphasizing not just analytics but also diversity and inclusion. PocketPod sports reporter Dennis Akers has been following Jessica's journey and the impact of her work on sports analytics. Yes, Jonathan, Jessica Gelman's journey is truly remarkable. Um, From her days as a basketball player inspired by Michael Jordan to becoming a key figure in sports analytics, she's made significant strides. Growing up in suburban Chicago, Gelman admired Jordan, not just for his gameplay, but for the way he stood out as an athlete. This admiration wasn't just passive. It fueled her own ambitions 
on the basketball court at Harvard, where she became a co-captain and a 1,000-point scorer. That's quite an inspiration. How did that transition from being an athlete to co-founding the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference come about? The transition was driven by her passion for sports and analytics. Alongside Daryl Morey, Gelman saw the potential of analytics in revolutionizing sports management and performance evaluation. Starting as a modest one-day event in 2007, the Sloan Conference was their brainchild to bring together like-minded enthusiasts of sports analytics. It's fascinating to see how it has expanded over the years into this huge gathering that draws over 2,500 attendees annually. And I understand there's been a strong focus on diversity and inclusion at the conference? Absolutely. The Sloan Conference has made concerted efforts to ensure representation from diverse backgrounds among its speakers. Last year alone, about 50% of speakers were women or minorities. This push towards diversity reflects a broader initiative within the sports analytics community to make it more inclusive and reflective of society at large. With analytics playing such a crucial role in sports today, can you talk about its impact? Certainly. Analytics has fundamentally changed how teams approach everything from scouting talent to game strategy and even fan engagement. Daryl Morey himself likened critics of analytics in sports to being critical of gravity. It's that essential for success now, whether it's optimizing player health or tailoring marketing strategies to fan behaviors. Data is at the heart of these decisions. Beyond Sloan, Jessica Gelman has also made significant contributions through KGR, right? Yes, her role as CEO of KGR, Craft Analytics Group, showcases how data analytics can transcend beyond just analyzing player performance to influence broader business strategies within the sport industry. Under her leadership, KGR has helped various companies streamline operations and enhance fan experiences through sophisticated data management. Looking ahead, what do you see as future directions for sports analytics? The discussions at recent Sloan conferences have highlighted several exciting trends like the application of AI in sports management and investment opportunities in women's sports media. However, there's also an acknowledgement that for AI's potential to be fully realized in this domain, there needs to be an improvement in foundational data sets, which are crucial for accurate analysis and decision-making. Jessica Gelman's story really encapsulates how passion and innovation can shape an industry significantly. Indeed, Jonathan. Her journey from aspiring athlete inspired by Michael Jordan to influential executive highlights, not just personal achievement, but also how innovative thinking combined with a genuine passion for sports can contribute profoundly to an industry's evolution. That was PocketPod sports reporter Dennis Akers sharing insights on Jessica Gelman and her impact on the world of sports analytics. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. In the world of energy, ExxonMobil is making headlines again, but this time it's about how they're paying their traders. Right. The company announced it's adjusting trader salaries to include performance bonuses and long-term incentives. It's part of a broader strategy to align with industry standards and encourage top performance. The move comes after a year of significant change for Exxon. They made a big push into trading in 2019, scaled back during the pandemic in 2020, and then rebooted under new leadership last year. And with the global energy market as volatile as it is, having a motivated trading team could be key to navigating these choppy waters. To dig deeper into this story, we're joined by PocketPod News visiting business analyst Anthony Byers. Anthony, Exxon's restructuring and now this compensation adjustment, what does it signal about their strategy moving forward? 
Well, Jonathan, this move by ExxonMobil reflects a strategic pivot towards aligning their operational and compensation models with the broader trends we're seeing across the energy sector. By revising its compensation policy to include performance bonuses and long-term incentives for traders, Exxon is not just aiming to offer competitive salaries. It's also making a clear statement about its commitment to performance and efficiency. This approach is particularly notable against the backdrop of the company's recent history, especially considering the adjustments made in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. Speaking of the pandemic, could you expand on how COVID-19 affected Exxon's trading operations and what led to this restructuring? Absolutely. In 2019, Exxon made a significant push into trading, aiming to leverage market fluctuations more aggressively. However, when COVID-19 struck in 2020, it had a profound impact on energy demand globally. This led Exxon to scale back its trading operations temporarily. The pullback wasn't just a reactive measure. It was also a period of reassessment and realignment for Exxon. Facing these challenges head-on led them to reboot their trading operations under new leadership last year. The restructuring was aimed at not just recovering, but enhancing efficiency and profitability within their trading unit. That's interesting. Now, with these compensation adjustments for traders, how does this tie into their broader strategy? It ties directly into their goal of reviving and optimizing their trading operations while ensuring that they remain competitive as an employer in the energy sector. By incorporating performance bonuses and long-term incentives into trader salaries, Exxon is essentially incentivizing individual excellence and aligning employee interests with company success. This is crucial for fostering a culture of high performance amid fluctuating global energy demands. There were reports about internal communication regarding salary adjustments within Exxon. Can you shed some light on that? Yes, Bloomberg News reported that Exxon informed traders in both the U.S. and Europe about adjustments to base salaries so they are aligned with industry standards but highlighted that bonuses could serve as potential offsets. This move is indicative of Exxon's strategic approach to managing expectations around salary adjustments while emphasizing rewards tied directly to performance outcomes. It sounds like these changes are part of a larger strategy by ExxonMobil to adapt and thrive in a rapidly changing energy market. Precisely, Jonathan. Through these strategic moves, be it through restructuring or adjusting compensation models, ExxonMobil is positioning itself not just to navigate, but also capitalize on the dynamics of global energy markets by prioritizing efficiency, competitiveness, and alignment with industry benchmarks. Thanks for breaking down those points for us today. It was my pleasure being here today, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. And that's The Daily Scoop for Friday, March 1st, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Richard. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.